I say so. I'm Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome to another episode of Clarity's Hush Podcast. No, you're not tripping. This is not Azura, clearly. <laughs> Hi, I am PDF, <laughs> not JPEG. Okay. PDF is our producer, yeah. um, who is our special guest for today. What happened to Zura? Been too much of a red flag, I guess. Yeah, then she I had out. a freaky Friday moment, I think. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Zura has completely lost her voice, uh-huh. unfortunately, so she can't be here. But um, PDF, can we say your real name? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fatin, producer Fatin. Producer PDF. Fatin. You mm-hmm. may have heard her voice on Duo It All. Nice. <laughs> so today, I think we want to discuss something that I feel like PDF um, will really be able to. Contribute, mm. yeah. As someone yeah. who's currently in a relationship, mm. congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> I'm no longer evergreen. Noise. Today we were actually supposed to dress up according to the theme of what we're talking about. Yes. So I'm in green because we will be addressing green flags in situationships or relationships. Um, Jeremy is in beige because if you don't already know about it, there's this new term called beige flags. We'll beige get to it flag. later. Yeah, beige yeah. flags. Um, well, Zura was supposed to be in red, mm. but um, she couldn't make it today. So we have Fatin with the red lips today. Very red Not lips, that I'm yeah. a red flag, but... <laughs> I thought your favourite colour sure? was red. Yes, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So, green flags... Easy to understand, right? Green flags are something that you find positive in a relationship and this keeps the other partner in your life because you like this trait about him or her. Red flags are a huge no-no. Oh. What are some examples of red flags? Red flags? Yeah. Sexist. Uh, cheating. Sexist? Yeah, sexist. like they yeah. think that they are better off than... Okay, sexist, you. racist, mm. anything that ends with a cyst <laughs> is more than, you know, yeah, more, most likely a red flag. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think red flags can also be deal breakers. Like if you have long For toenails, sure. red flag, oh, disgusting. Like a, the long pinky nail. Long pink, long nails on a guy. Like, hey, But actually we have a lot of guy listeners who have long nails. <sighs> oh, no sorry. shade, no shade. Like sorry, you sorry. do you, you yeah. do you, yeah. Yeah, so, so deal breakers, right? Mm. Red flags or mm-hmm. things that tell you run away from this guy. Right. Yeah. But actually, it's funny how you brought that up as an example because I think long fingernails on a guy is a beige flag to me. It's not a red flag. Oh. So basically, PDF, you want to talk about like what do you think a beige flag is? Can I confess something? Oh, oh my god, my tell us. People will assume that I know what a beige flag is but I was just as confused. Why do you need to label a certain habit as a beige flag? From what I understand about beige flags, um, it used to mean someone being very boring. Mm. Like if your partner is a very boring soul, then you call him a beige flag. But after that, it sort of evolved into something in between a red and a green flag. So if your partner does something that's not much of a deal breaker for you, but you don't exactly like it either, mm. then this is your beige flag. And in my mm. honest opinion, too many beige flags can amount to one red flag. Oh. And that can be a deal breaker. Which is why I think there's a need to discuss this. I think everyone has different thresholds for what right. goes in green, flag. red, and Mm-mm. beige, right? Like for me, long fingernails are red. <laughs> really? But for hazy, it may be beige. Yeah. It's up to you to decide. Yeah, I hmm. agree. I would think beige flags are something that uh, don't really affect the relationship mm-hmm. or don't really affect his love for me. Yeah, but it's not mm. something that I like. Ah. Oh, for example, there's a producer who mentioned that um, her friend has a boyfriend who doesn't turn off his phone to silent mode basically when they sleep. Oh. Because her boyfriend is afraid of not being able to wake up on time. So, he wants his phone to keep ringing so that he'll be able to wake up. It can very well be I'm a red flag. I'm oh, guilty of I'm guilty. Me too. Like, me. I set like six alarms every day. Yeah. But it disturbs the sleep of the girlfriend, you see. 
So it annoys her, but not to the point where she wants to break up. Ah, uh, so that is what a beige flag okay. is. Yeah. It's something like a, it's like a lifestyle difference, you know, a difference in the way that you live your life, a difference in preferences. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, um, you know, one person likes to eat raw food, one person doesn't like to eat raw food. That could be a beige flag. So in short, mm. it's like, it's not a deal breaker, but it's also not a plus. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, so what are some examples of beige flags? From Long your hair. personal experience. I don't get men bun. Yeah, like if I want to assume mine, I would go 7-Eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. So there's a beige flag for you? There's a beige flag for me. I don't force my partner to like cut his hair, but if it gets long, I'll just say, baby, you want to cut your hair next week or something? <laughs> he gets the hint. Aww. <laughs> But what if he's not okay with your hair? Would you like feel affected by that? To be honest, he's quite he treats me like a princess, so whatever. Oh. I'll say, should I bun my hair or let it down? Then he'll be like, What do you wanna do? Do you wanna let it down or do you wanna tie it up? So he actually gives me the option. He doesn't tell me, he'll just say, You look good in straight hair, you look good in curly hair. So I just feel I think he pampers me a bit much, but then again as he should. <laughs> As you should be yes. treated. There we go. Okay, Jimmy, what's an example of a beige flag for you? Um, An example of a beige flag for me, apart from the long finger. Yeah, from your own personal experience. Mm, well, I can give examples of what people think is a beige flag. Fishing, okay. Fishing is beige flag. Fishing <laughs> is a beige flag. Come, on a start. It's a safe space. Well, no, it's, it's a different like lifestyle preference. I, maybe it's a beige flag, but if I tried it and I kind of liked it, I wouldn't say it's a green flag lah. Mm-hmm. But it's something that eh, actually I enjoy. Oh, that so is okay. Right? That doesn't constitute as a beige flag. Oh, mm, okay. I think. So probably not a beige flag. Mm. But I did see that, you know, some people think that the way that you text can be a beige flag. Right. right? Like bad texters. Like cringe texting can be a beige flag. Like the emoji usage. I think I, I've seen people um commenting stuff about like, oh, if you use that, you know that emoji with the like teary eye and like kantong. <laughs> like, so they will say like, oh, if the if a guy uses that emoji, it's a, it's like it's a... It's cringe. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's cringe. Yeah. So it's like a beige flag. Really? Personally, I think it's fine because it's emoji. <laughs> right. It depends on the context. If they say like, what's wrong? Then they... Like, stop it, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you use it like a banter, I would get it. Well, see, that's why bitch flags are so subjective, right? Mm. For me, m- my past relationship, I think one bitch flag was that uh, maybe my ex-partner would take very long to deliver something that he promised me he'd do. Oh, like mm. what? For example, maybe he promised he'll send me to work by 8am. But like, say by 7.55, we're still at home. That kind oh. of thing. And I'll be like, man, you're not like, Living up to your promise. Actually, I share that. Like, my partner right. will tell me, I'll, I'll be like, oh, what time do you get off work today? What time are you going to be home? And then he will say six. But he's never on time. Oh. So that's a bit of a beige flag. Right. Like, I wouldn't break up with you over there. I wouldn't get angry with you over there because it's work. I understand. Mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But after Many 10 times, times of it right? happening, 20 times, you're like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you actually see a need to communicate or like confront your partner about your beige flags? Depends on what it is. Like, if it's things about work and it's really out of his control, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. But there are certain things like, for example, when we're eating at the dinner table and then um, all the sauces are on one side, right? So after he uses the sauces, he'll put it back on his side. And I'm like, how I reach? My arm's so short. So I actually brought it up to him. I said, you know, baby, after you're done with the sauce, would you mind putting it mm-hmm. over on my side so that I can use it? And once I tell him about it, the good thing is that he's he's such a great, you know, he's so great about 
listening to feedback and he'll never do it again. Oh, he yeah. actually registers it. So if it's a beige flag that I know he has control over, okay. I will bring it up. Oh, okay. that's nice. But my concern is by being by bringing up beige flags, right, it might lead to squabbles. Unnecessarily quarrels in the relationship. I don't think it should though. I guess it's right? also the tone in which you bring it up. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It has to be respectful communication. Mm-hmm. It has to be kind, uh, loud discussion, gentle voices. <laughs> right? And, and, and I just think your partner, the way that they... Um, if they're not able to hear your feedback about a beige flag and they get angry with you, that is a red flag. For example, I have a female friend who doesn't really like the way he, her boyfriend dresses. Like she thinks that her boyfriend can dress in a better way. Oh. But of course, the boyfriend don't agree with what she thinks because it's the way he dresses and how he feel comes he feels comfortable in his own clothes, right? Mm. So then there's a bit of a beige flag situation. But if you bring it up, you are hurting his self-esteem. So whether or not you bring it up, it's, it's tough, oh, that's you know. A bit tough. So what do you think? Like thinking of all the red flags, the beige flag, the green flags. Do you think finding the right one means considering all of these factors? I think the first thing that everybody has to acknowledge is that perfectionism is not an ideal like goal. Mm-hmm. Like if you expect like your partner to be flawless or perfect all the time, then you'll never get it. Right. So I think that's the first thing that you need to brush off. Like you need to get away yeah. from like, oh, he needs to be this, he needs to be this, he needs to be this. It shouldn't be that case. That's I feel. true. Actually, yeah. my partner just said to me like a few days ago and it really changed my perspective. He said, it's crazy how two different people with different backgrounds, different family history, different values and morals and everything and lifestyle preferences are expected to come together and be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're so different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it could be black and white, but because of love, you somehow, you know, want to make the rest work. And mm. and I think that's what it is, right? Um, where, whether it be a green, red or beige flag, my biggest concern lies with red flags. Right. Mm. Those are your heart boundaries. Like, this guy is a cheater. It's a red flag. You know, for a reason. I agree with Jeremy. I think a relationship doesn't have to be perfect, like Fatih mentioned, but it cannot contain a single red flag. Not even one. Like, if this thing's a deal breaker for you, just walk out of it. Because it will come back and haunt you. Mm. Right? And I, bite you in the ass. Yeah, as, bite as you in the ass. Like, no matter how many green flags there are, as long as there's one red flag, I think you should just leave. Well, that's my personal opinion, though. Mm. I, agree. I agree. Is that too yeah. too much? But in reality, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are people who compromise, who are yeah, willing to compromise and like, oh, he's my partner, I'm willing to settle for this. Sis, like, yeah. I really have a female friend who puts up with her boyfriend cheating because her boyfriend usually treats her very well. So it's like, you know, okay, many green flags. But one red flag, uh, you know, I'll choose to look past that red flag. Oh. I, I just, I don't know. I can understand where she's coming from, but I can't say I agree with her decision. Yeah. Because that red flag outweighs yeah. the green flags, right? But she tells herself, never mind, like men have needs and stuff like that. <gasps> what about my needs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, right? I don't know. I, that, that, w- mm. that would be a hard red flag for me. Right. right? But then again, it's different mm. for everyone, right? So, you know what? I just saw something online that I thought was very interesting to share. Did you know that there are some online theories um, to the perfect relationship? Oh. Or even if you're just in like the, the dating phase or pre-dating phase, there are ways mm. to actually tell if someone is into you. Like, for example? It's very interesting. Uh, for example, you notice the direction of this person's feet. So if it's always pointing towards you, that mm. means this person is subconsciously... Thinking wanting, of you. Yeah, wanting or... to be facing you. 
in your direction. I've heard something similar where in a group of people, uh-huh. let's say you're a group of friends, right? And someone tells a joke. When you laugh, the person that you're looking at while you laugh, that's the person that you feel the most like attracted kindly to. or attracted to. Another interesting example is that um, when they start talking about sexy romantic things to you. Huh? No, like when they start to go in their past and, and be like, oh, <laughs> oh, have you experienced this or that? Or like they talk about their workout day in the gym. Mm. They want you to notice that they have a good body. Wait, wait, like no, 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 no. La. Avery tells me every day what he does in the gym. I want to be very clear that we have no relationship <laughs> apart from colleagues. And Actually, maybe Selam tells me the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. La. But radio partners, good friends aside, if yeah. this random I'm guy... I'm not interested in his yeah. body. <laughs> oh, but okay, I, I get it. Maybe like, just talking about a little bit more spicy stuff. Right. Mm. Like you kind of want to bring that out of the other mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Right? Any experience with that? I guess yes. If I want this guy to notice me, then probably I will send gym pics, you know. <gasps> Tell him what I did today. Do a reel. Post it up online subtly and see if he notices. So if he replies to your story, then damn, <laughs> job's done. Do you delete I'm the story here. after or like oh leave it there? Leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Put it in my IG highlights. Delete <laughs> it after. What about you, Fats? What do you do to try and get someone to notice you? Yeah. No, I, actually, I don't think it takes much effort for you. Like I people notice you generally. You are noticeable. Yeah, you are easily, <laughs> you are easily noticeable. You're hard to what miss. No, in terms of your personality, your voice, you know, your presence, it's hard to miss. I feel like it's my humor. <laughs> so like, even my partner says this to me. Like he notices me because of how I crack jokes. Mm. So like, for example, one of our first conversation, right? The first time he we ever talked to each other. So he asked me. Oh, at at that point, I was wearing a big very big hoops earrings like earrings yeah. oh yeah we and then know he the was, ones yeah. <laughs> and then he was like oh wow your earrings are very big um then I told him like oh yeah I hold on to this on the train cause it's the <laughs> only grip I have in life and then he laughed to me I was like that's just how I talk I don't find it like particularly funny I'm hey, just funny like, yeah, I think huh. funny and then he was laughing all the way and then even until today I found out from our mutual friends that that's like his first impression of me like he kept telling people, like, oh, she's so funny. This was her first joke that she cracked to me. Oh, like, wow. that's so okay. cute. What I, about you? I Jenny? don't have humour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you do? If I am interested in a guy, and I know this guy is interested in me, obviously you'd be texting, right? Mm. You would have communicated over like several weeks and stuff like that. I've done this with my current partner. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so like in a social setting, right? Like there's a big group there. My friend's there as well. Mm. When I see him, I will... I literally, right, he, he was sitting down like this. I have walked over him without saying hi. And I just go and say hi to my friends. Why? I just don't talk to him. Then in that social setting, right, you have tension. You have like, you know what I mean? Like if you're just ready to be able, I'm hi. Like, no. The romantic like tension. The push it's the pull. tension, the push okay. and the pull. Mm-hmm. The play. I feel like that is the, you know, that's the part where you, where you can have some fun. Yeah. yeah. No, but don't play too hard to get because then you won't get. I want to talk about like navigating ourselves in like the dating phase or like in relationships, mm. right? What are some of the things that we can think about to make sure that this relationship lasts? I, I feel like being self-aware is a huge, huge thing. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you have to be uh, making sure that you're not overthinking always. That is, I, I do overthink. I, I, I overthink. I, I, I'm what do you overthink about? Them. Like thinking about um, has his 
texting patterns changed? For yeah. example, does he love me less? Oh, I, I have also done that. Right. I, I've been honest with my... I, this is a bit of a red flag, but maybe a beige flag. But I have done that with my partner. Mm. We're in the dating phase, right? And I've told him, I said, baby, do you know that <laughs> in the past, right, however long you would take to text me back, I'll multiply it by two and then wait to text you back. She's definitely hard to get. Definitely. <laughs> Why would you do that? Okay, so for example, she replies you in one hour. I'll take two or more hours to reply back. Okay. I'll never take less than the time that he took to text me back. No, I don't do that anymore, obviously, okay, right? Okay. But I did that in the dating phase to show that I'm not always readily available. Mm. Yeah. Then now, I, then I will overthink about, oh, he took so long to text me back. What is he doing? Where is he? What's mm. happening, right? And I'm trying to unlearn that as well. Because it's, it's, very, it's very damaging and it creates, it creates unnecessary scenarios in your head that right. are completely untrue. I've done this once as well. Maybe he replies me in one hour. So I reply in two hours, right? And then when he replies me in four hours, I'll be like, yo, are we playing a game? Oh. <laughs> you know? I'll just think about so many things and I'll just overthink and then just sometimes it just kills the entire chemistry of the conversation. But Do you notice overthink? like little changes or actions in your partner or like the person that you're dating? For example, sometimes when my partner maybe changed his intonation, maybe he said, things a little differently like mm. in terms of phrasing and then I'll be like are you angry? Yes all the and time. Then all the time and then he'll all be like time. no I'm not then yeah. I'm like oh you sounded annoyed I'm not but I don't trust it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not convinced by it so yeah. I was like oh okay so it just makes me overthink oh did I do something or did I mm. say something that triggered him mm. Mm. yeah I've read online that this this hyper awareness right it, it's it's sort of like an oversensitivity that comes from um, post-traumatic no it comes from yeah it can be from a traumatic incident mm. it can be from just um, generalised anxiety or just mm. anxious attachment to someone and what they say online is that you need to give your partner space to feel the emotions that they want to feel they may be upset after a long day they can't be smiling and happy all the time they're human too right, right. and sometimes it's nothing to do with you sometimes it may have things to do with you but you have to give them that space mm -hmm. you can't always be trying to control like are you angry what are you feeling right now you may not always know what's on their mind yeah yeah and i feel like sometimes it helps to take your partner's words for it mm. if he says that he's okay then just let him be. I've been trying, yeah. To nice just to trust. Know. Good yeah. to know. Are you angry? No. Okay, move on. Yeah. yeah. Even if you feel like, oh, something is off. But maybe mm. he's just not ready to speak about it yet. And when he's like done um, digesting his own emotions, then yeah. the talk will come. So I just want to bring up this sentence that I saw online. Overthinking and depending solely on our partner to calm our nervous system is actually an area where personal growth is needed. That is codependency. Right. Yeah. So, um, so many times when we think about oh is our partner angry did I do something wrong this is actually our nervous system that needs to be calmed down and that's actually on our own part you know I used to be very codependent mm. right so my own emotions was very much controlled by how my partner is feeling or what he's saying or what he's doing right? I feel you yeah, and I realised that that was very unhealthy mm -hmm. so I have weaned off codependency so a lot of times when I'm feeling anxious instead of trying to get my partner to solve that for me I'll just go for a walk I'll go out for an hour I'll sit and I'll meditate and I'll think to myself. And once I'm calm, I go back. So I have to rely on myself for that. So when you're doing that, you just leave your phone at home. You uh, don't take your phone with no, you. No, my phone is with me in case okay. he needs to look for me urgently. Okay, okay. speaking but of which, you have your phone with you, right? Yes. So do you do you scroll through like social media while you're like trying to calm yourself down? Or, no, like, I don't. Oh, I will okay. meditate. Why? Because you've okay. done that and it... So as right. an overthinker, mm. I feel like when you scroll through social media, you will see certain theories or like trends being thrown around like oh um if he wanted to he would or yeah. like oh science he's cheating on you stuff like this Damn. and then it makes you 
over analyze it. We have the same explore page. <laughs> Sis, what is this FYP? If he does these five things, he really loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes you over analyze your relationship unnecessarily. Yeah. So, do you think these online theories that are being thrown around, right, are they actually helping? As much as our conversation went this way, I think they help. Mm. Really. Okay. Like, sometimes I just lie in bed and, like, look at my explore page. Yeah. yeah, I see these things. And then mm. I'll read and I am aware and conscious of it so that when I am in a relationship next time, I think these pointers stay with me. But what is unhealthy is I might check my stories to see if this person I'm interested in, has he seen my stories? You know, like, uh, what's he up to? Yeah. Is he on Instagram? Stuff like that. And I think that is... Toxic, eh? I think it's normal. It's <laughs> yeah. normal in the age of social media. You mm-hmm. know, don't be too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that you know that I know that it's in a very very happy marriage with kids, and and you know she's just the 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 most wonderful and warm woman. I asked her, right, what's the secret to a successful marriage? What's mm. the secret to being together for so long? The one thing she told me two things. Number one, you are always on the same team. You always have to be on the same team, whether it between be between you guys or with other people. Right? If you are on different teams, that's where the split happens. The second thing she said is the past should be left in the past. Mm. The past can be very hurtful, mm. right? When you meet your partner, they've lived a long life with other people right. that they've loved in their mm-hmm. life, right? And that's not something you have control over. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the past can be brought up in a way that is very hurtful to your current partner. Mm. And that's why the past should be in the past. Not just their past, but your past arguments, your past fights, your past disagreements. Mm. That's the only way to move forward together. But Mm. is that actually achievable? Is there something in your partner's past that you can't let go of? It's tough, yeah. But you love them for a reason. Mm -hmm. If you believe that they are no longer that person that they were in the past and you trust them, that Mm. should be enough. What about you? Can you trust your partner? I already trust my partner. I think... That's the basis of every relationship. So like before you sign up that you want, oh, I'm going to commit to you, the sense of trust should already be there. Mm-hmm. So the if it comes to a point where you have to question like, oh, who are you going out with? Or like, what time will you be back? To me, it, it feels like, a, oh, I just know that you will be back and I don't care who you go out with because I already trust you. Right. Actually, I think yeah, that right. is uh, that's quite a beige flag thing for me. Communication oh. about... You know, when you go out, who you go out with and stuff. Obviously, I've seen this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They say that communic- communicating with your partner about who you're going out with and what time you're coming back is not out of fear, right? It's that you will respect. argue. It's out of respect. Huh? We all saw the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of respect, right? For the mm-hmm. other person, right? Um, to put their mind at ease. Right. It's not because you're scared or it's something that mm. you're being controlled to do, mm. which I really agree with that. It's a beige flag. Oh, which reminds me of this... Um, story my partner is in his last year of uni so he will get his timetable and stuff right so every time he gets his timetable he sent it to me but the first time he sent it i was very confused i was like why why do you have to send me your timetable and then he said oh like so you know so you know what time i start and end school then to me it's like oh it's okay i I don't have to know is it because you want me to track your like schedule or whatever and then he was like oh i thought like it was just out of respect that i have to tell you then I said, you don't have to tell me because it feels like an obligation. Mm-hmm. So I told him, like, it's it's okay. If I need to know your schedule on a certain day, I will ask you. Mm. What do you guys think? I like that I he agree. sent it to you. Not gonna lie, I think that's pretty sweet though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm supposed to expect uh, him to send like a schedule. No, no, you don't expect it, right? But if he does it, it's a bonus. Yeah, no, if he, he said he did it out of respect. And I think that shows maturity. Good job. Yeah, I agree. But <laughs> at the same time, he doesn't expect you to send 
no, him, he doesn't, your yeah. schedule. No, I think that's like she didn't important. ask for it back. So yeah, that's okay, so sweet. Okay. I I think that's that's super cute. Mm. So final thoughts. I think it's very important to trust our judgment and our intuition when assessing different relationships, be mm. it friendship or like romantic relationships. Yeah, always mm. have healthy boundaries. What's acceptable mm. to you, what's not, and and try to stick to those. Right. Right. Because once you, I'll just give it an an example of like cheating. Once you let this person cheat on you once and you say you're okay with it, you're opening yourself up and you've lost that boundary, right? And this could apply to anything in your relationship. So yeah, I would say keep those boundaries strong. Whatever happens in your relationship, right, it's on you. So you get to decide what's beige, what's green and Mm -hmm. what's red. But clearly within reasonable context, if it's causing you harm or cheating like cheating and then I think it's a clear red and always remember your beige flag might be someone else's green Mm. so it differs from person to person so just by talking about situations to your friends it doesn't mean that you have to take your friend's advice for it like how you handle yeah yeah, how you handle your relationship is entirely up to you Mm. I'm sorry to the guys with long fingernails (laughs) I'm sorry to the guys with men buns no hate you look you look good not sorry to the guys who promise to deliver certain (laughs) commitments okay to your other half if you promise something make sure you get it okay so with that thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cleverty's Hush Podcast and thank you PDM for being with us thank you for having me she's clearly not a red flag she's a green flag yeah yeah oh my god yeah. 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 She's a green flag. Yeah. 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 She's so funny. <laughs> okay, guys, tune in to us okay, on Instagram at it's We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and me listen. Yeah, turn on the notification if you want to be notified every time a new episode drops. And make sure you come on YouTube and look at PDF's face. Woo! Oh my god. And her red lips. Gorgeous. Her red <laughs> lips. Her beautiful a sense of humor. I don't know how you can see that on her face, but yeah. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> okay, see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.